Chapter 21, Blacklisted, a chapter on vaccine medical exemptions. Well, that's it then. No more MEPP program. Yeah, but we did get some good information out of it. The two government employees were enjoying coffee just across the main road from the beach at the local breakfast hotspot. The medical exemption pilot project was a joint effort between schools and the public health department to review vaccine medical exemptions from doctors to make sure they were being written properly. Several school districts had implemented the pilot program across the state, but there had been some snags along the way. Stupid public notice laws. That's what almost got us in trouble from the start, grumbled Terry. As an employee at the county health department office, he had been the one tasked by his boss to get the job done. If we hadn't been required by law to put out a notice we were having the first MEPP meeting with the attorney general's office, our public health department, and school district officials, the meeting you and I were at, then we might have been able to get a lot more information. But apparently, getting the state's legal team involved in a local health and education issue violated some sort of anti-collusion law that I still don't understand, and the health freedom activists called us out on it. Yeah, agreed Carlos, an employee at the local school district, but we went ahead with it anyway, just without the attorney general's office. Sips of coffee, bites of donut. So how many did we end up catching? asked the school employee. How many what? Doctors? None. At least not directly through the MEPP program. Turns out they were all following the new law. All their medical exemptions were done properly. No, I mean, how many parents did we end up catching? Parents trying to get around the new law. I never really thought we'd catch any doctors. Pediatricians are probably the most ethical of all the medical specialties. Oh, no parents either. Hard to believe, but they were all legitimate exemptions. As you know, the MEPP directed all daycares and schools in our county to send all vaccine medical exemption letters to the County Department of Public Health so they could be scrutinized. Now, technically, these letters are confidential medical information, like any medical record. It is illegal for any daycare or school to share these letters with anyone else. But we thought that if we told the school nurses and daycare directors to be sure to cross off any personally identifiable information, or PII, on the letters, you know, the children's names and addresses, things like that, so that anyone who saw the letters wouldn't be infringing on the children's right to medical privacy, and the daycare directors and school nurses wouldn't be breaking HIPAA laws, we'd be okay. Turns out we were wrong. In order to legally make a medical record completely free of all PII, you have to cross off the child's date of birth, the date of the medical visit, the doctor's name, all address and phone number information, and any medical diagnosis. It takes a bit of training for someone to know how to do this properly, and the first vaccine exemption letters from doctors that the school nurses sent into the health department violated HIPAA in a big way. Some quick phone calls soon got people onto the right track, and eventually we got a total of 150 medical exemption letters for us to review. 
we found 17 that didn't have all four required items to make it a proper medical exemption. I'm not talking about actual medical reasons for exemption, because that's up to the doctor, not us. For now, anyway. Plus, that type of info was, or should have been, crossed off. What we officially were reviewing was whether or not the letter listed the vaccines which were being exempted, an expiration date on the exemption, a statement that says the vaccines are considered to be unsafe for that child, and that it came from an MD or a DO, not a chiropractor or naturopath, just real doctors. What is a DO anyway? It's like a chiropractor, I think, but they can prescribe meds. Anyway, we found 17 letters that didn't have all the criteria, mostly not listing which vaccines they were opting out of and some without an expiration date. We sent these letters back to the schools, the schools contacted the parents, and 15 of the parents got a corrected letter from their doctors. All this was done by myself and my boss at the health department. You probably weren't directly involved with any of this, right? Well, I was the contact point of the school district for all the nurses to send their reports into, and I'll tell you what, some of the nurses faxed me some of those original exemption letters, with all the PII there for anyone to see. I'm glad you got on that quickly. But with all the PII removed, what good did the letters ultimately do you? I mean, I figured that the real reason for the MEPP program was to find out which doctors were writing exemptions so we could sick the medical board on them maybe get their licenses to practice medicine revoked. I don't even know for sure if that was the ultimate motive. It's a shame the Attorney General's office couldn't join us for our MEPP meetings. After all, it's the Attorney General's office that would have been in charge of prosecuting any doctors we found who were trying to skirt the law. Anyway, once they removed the doctor's PII, did the letters even do you any good? Well, yes. The first letters we got had all the information we'd need to track these doctors down, and each doctor's letter had a unique formatting and layout. So as later letters came in without all the PII, we could still tell what doctor wrote it by matching it with what we already knew. So what ended up going wrong? Sounds like you guys did things at least by the letter of the law after you straightened out the HIPAA problem. Well, it may have something to do with the medical board, I suspect. Some school nurses, in addition to sending exemption letters to the public health department for the MEPP program, also started reporting doctors to the state medical board for writing exemptions. And they'd send in the exemption letters to the medical board with all the PII on them. Well, there doesn't seem to be anything wrong with that. I mean, as far as the nurses reporting the doctors... No, but the school nurses sharing the student's PII with the medical board may have violated HIPAA. In reality, they really only had the right to identify the doctor in their complaints. They shouldn't have shared the student's personal information without the parent's permission. They violated HIPAA the same way they did with the MEPP program. But is it really illegal? I mean, yeah, maybe it was illegal for the school nurse to share the PII, but was it illegal for the medical board investigator to accept the PII and act on it and go after the doctors? I think you're right. 
My boss had me check into that so we would know whether or not the public health department had any liability in this for what the school nurses did. We don't care about what the medical board investigator did. First, the school nurse may have broken state health and safety code section 120440, which highlights the school's responsibility for confidentiality of medical records and their civil and criminal liability if they break it. The law states that schools may share info with health departments in the event of a declared state of emergency, but does not include the medical board as one of the departments they are allowed to share it with. And there are a bunch of gray areas, such as needing a parent's permission before the school shares this info with anybody. Then there's the federal FERPA law, the Family Educational Rights and Privacy Act. This states that schools can share information with certain other educational programs without parents' consent, but not outside the educational system without their consent, and that school medical records are also under this restriction. Then there is HIPAA, which states that sharing these full exemption letters with the PII on them with the health department is only allowed in a declared state of emergency. I'm no lawyer, but sharing them with the medical board seems like a big nope. Wow, so what happened to the school nurse? Nothing so far. Parents can sue over this type of thing and get monetary compensation, but I don't know if they have or if the school nurses were ever punished. I think this whole thing is still pending, but that's not all the school nurses are doing. Some are now actually denying exemption letters turned in by parents. Wait, can they do that? No, I've no idea why these nurses think they have the authority to countermand a letter from a patient's personal physician. I think the nurses are getting such orders from higher up, but I don't know for sure. They are telling parents, I'm sorry, your letter is missing a few words that are required to be on an exemption letter. Or, I'm sorry, we don't accept exemptions based on family history of vaccine problems, just exemptions when your particular child has already suffered a severe reaction. But that totally goes against what the vaccine law actually says. It says in plain English right there in the law, circumstances including family history for which the physician does not recommend immunization, that child shall be exempt. Plus, our own state's medical board wrote a blurb in their newsletter about the new vaccine law, instructing doctors that, and I quote, when issuing a medical exemption, a physician must consider the family medical history of the child, not can, must. So I don't know how these nurses can justify what they are doing. So they just don't let the kid into school even though the child has a legit medical exemption letter? Oh no, they eventually have to because that's the law. After the parent comes back into school to argue about it for the fifth time and gets the principal and maybe a lawyer involved, and maybe after the first few days of school have gone by, then the nurse says, oh, I'm sorry, this was all a misunderstanding. I misread your letter. Of course your child can come to school. I am just so sorry. My mistake. Are school nurses really like that? I hope that's the exception and not the rule. You'd think parents would sue over this. Maybe some will. Anyway, let's go back to the doctors who are the objects of these nurses' complaints to the medical board. What's happening to them? 
Well, I'm sure the medical board will likely investigate the doctors. That could take years, though. As for the MEPP program, now that the public health department has ended it and reported that they found virtually all exemption letters were up to standard and got the substandard ones up to par, they're calling it a successful pilot project that is no longer needed. And they're probably hoping no one will actually call them out on the HIPAA violations. But I think the real reason they shut down the program is that they don't want all these violations to come back and haunt them. They may be hoping parents just forget it happened. And the medical board? How hard are they going to be on these doctors? That remains to be seen. One of the legislators who wrote the new mandatory vaccine law has appeared on the news saying that he is working with the medical board to make sure doctors are evaluating medical exemptions properly and that any who are not deserve to be punished. And he's being very critical of doctors who write medical exemptions using criteria he doesn't agree with. However, his partner, the other legislator who co-wrote the law, seems to be trying to keep things on the up and up. He's been quoted as saying he does not support any attempts by the medical board to try to intimidate doctors. Wow, sounds like a decent guy. But why would the medical board try to intimidate doctors? Isn't the board supposed to protect doctors? Really? No, medical boards are there for consumer protection, the patients. They crack down on negligent doctors. But writing medical exemptions isn't negligence, especially if a family has suffered severe reactions to vaccines. Oh, I agree. But the medical board is already investigating a number of doctors for doing just that. I know of another school district who gave a stack of exemptions from one doctor in the area to the medical board. And the board investigator, a different one than my prior example, has been submitting repeated accusations against that doctor. Poor girl is spending tens of thousands of doctors she doesn't have to defend herself. Dollars she can't afford, as pediatricians are probably the lowest paid doctors there are. I've seen some of her exemption letters. They seem pretty thorough to me. I think someone is really trying to put a stop to all exemptions, but I don't really know for sure. So whose bright idea was the MEPP anyway? I think this came all the way up from the state capitol. Like I said, someone up there doesn't want any children to be excused from vaccines, except, I assume, kids who have suffered serious and permanent harm. And the MEPP program was a first attempt to find doctors who excuse patients who've had less severe reactions, like seizures, moderate allergic reactions, developmental regression, or temporary injuries. And now it's up to the medical board to scare doctors away from excusing these patients. I'll tell you what, Terry, if my kid had a bad reaction to a vaccine, like that one student you told me about last week, anaphylactic shock, I sure as hell wouldn't want to give any vaccines again. Even if it was just a seizure reaction or a moderate allergic reaction or some sort of temporary but serious reaction, I wouldn't want to keep shooting up my kid. And I probably wouldn't give my kid the next vaccines either. But I'd want my kids to be able to stay in school. I hear you, Carlos. I hear you. But eventually, the way things are going, only kids who have near-death experiences from the most severe reactions will be allowed a medical excuse. 
Resources for this chapter are available at johnphiliprion.com.